ghosts, specters, whatever you want to call them, they've been around for thousands of years. Apparently she died from a tooth infection in one of the upstairs rooms in the house. As have the locations they haunt. History of a Haunting podcast tells you all about these famous, infamous, and almost famous locations, and why they became terrifying places to visit. Grab a glass of wine and settle in with your hosts, Archie. I mean, that was definitely the wrong thing to do. And Carrie. Nobody asked for it, Carrie. Nobody fucking asked for it, but hey, my podcast, and I'll say what I fucking want. (laughs) Two people just winging it in life, and this podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of History of a Haunting. You're going to say it. (laughs) Shut up. I was getting there. I had to click the recorded okay button before it'll even let me do anything. Okay. Well, welcome to History of a Haunting, our first mini-sode. Yay! Oh, another well executed. <laughs> We're on top of shit, as always. As always. Um, and I am your host, Laura. I'm your host, Carrie. And like Laura said, this is our first mini episode. We're going to be giving these to you guys every now and then. They're not going to be consistent. We're not going to do them like every week, but we are going to release them when we have gone to a really great location and um, or when I have done an investigation and just kind of regale you guys with our experiences. Uh-huh. So, Laura, where did we go last weekend? Well, I went to Raleigh to visit you, and then yes. we climbed in the car and we drove to West Virginia, my new favorite state. Yes, Laura Hi. is in love with West Virginia. A little bit, not gonna lie. We nope. went to West Virginia. My favorite state, and I love it, and you're jealous of the love that West Virginia and I now have, and that's fine. It's fine. It's so beautiful. The drive was just stunning. All the forests and the hills and the mountains. Gorgeous. Yeah. We drove through the Blue Ridge Mountains. It was really, really gorgeous. Um, Laura is now the queen of West Virginia. Uh, they bonded. one day. She bought a we shirt. Love in, each other. Yeah, she bought a shirt in every little town that we went to. Um, but we, yeah, we did. We drove through the Blue Ridge Mountains, which were absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. I did serenade her with um, a interpretive dance in the car to take me home country roads, which we're going to play. Which was wonderful, except she kept putting her fucking hand in my face as I was driving 80 miles an hour down like, these mountainous roads. I was like, you need to stop or we're going to die. <laughs> we will forever be in West Virginia. <laughs> We will be haunting this goddamn state. Um, Anyway, yeah, it was amazing and wonderful. And uh, let's talk about, uh, oh, so we went to the Hatfield and McCoy Cemetery. We did. Um, It was kind of really just serendipitous. Like we were driving along to the old college hospital and we saw the signs and we pulled off. We got a little bit turned around, but we found it and it was so cool. It was a high old cemetery. Like, yeah, it's up stuff, on a hill. Because everything is mountainous there, right? So like everything is up on a hill, including their cemeteries. And so it was it was quite a hike. I didn't love it. Um yeah. Plus it just rained, so it was kind of slick. So we were a little bit worried about muddy, falling on our bums. It was all kind of yeah. Up. But we did get to see um a couple McCoy 
Graves, mm-hmm. and then a couple Hatfield too. So it was very interesting. And just it was really cool to see the history. Right. I was going to be there. Yeah. And I can't stop saying it, but I'm really surprised that the two families were like, yeah, we hate each other's guts, but we're willing to share a cemetery. I don't, and I, I don't, think that's interesting. Yeah. They were pretty far apart though. I mean, you definitely one end to the other end. I mean, I wonder they how many, were. I mean, yeah. Like how many cemeteries there were right in that exact area at the time. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people buried, just buried their family on their, on their land, but. Oh yeah, it is true. interesting that they ended up in the same in the same area. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. if they were later ones, like maybe when the feud was kind of chilled out when they passed. I don't remember looking at the exact date. You know, um, I did have. There's like that. It's called the Dills Cemetery. Mm-hmm. That is um, in Pike. Is it Pike View? Pike Pikeville. Pike? I think it. That sounds about right. Pike something. Pike something. Uh, so he purchased. John Dills purchased that land in 1871 on which the cemetery is located. He was the colonel of the 39th Kentucky Infantry in the Civil War. So the cemetery is listed on the National Register of Historic Places as part of the Hatfield-McCoy Feud District. There's a district? I didn't know there was a district. Um, well, we know there's a ride. Right. There's like trail. Yeah, there's like. Mm-hmm. Hatfield McCoy trails are seven of them. I watched a bunch of videos about it today. Um, but it's, yeah, so it's primarily since 1871 is when this, he bought the land and was like, I'm going to have a cemetery right here. Um, so it actually, the cemetery existed before the feud. Cause I think, well, no, the feud, I think started in the late 1860s and ran until the late 1890s. Um, the other cool thing is Laura and I got to meet a Hatfield, one of the descendants. Um, we totally did. Mayor Charles Hatfield of Williamson, West Virginia is um, one of the f- wonderful folks we met. And he owns the old hospital on College Hill along with Tanya Webb. So he was there. We got to meet him. We got to take pictures with him. And uh, he, you know, he he's kinda, a great, he's a great guy. What a, a really like, what a guy. great mayor, really good guy. Yeah. So nice. So welcoming. Like mm-hmm. went out of his way to, you know, allow us to do what we needed to do. And um, it was just so cool. And it was yeah. also interesting to hear his take on how they. The feud. Yeah. Right. Like how, how it's been presented in the media and stuff. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. He, um, he says he kind of downplayed it, right? Like, I feel like he was kind of like, yeah, you know, uh, but he probably gets asked about it a gazillion times because his last name is Hatfield. So, right. you know, um, I don't well, know. He I did say the Kevin Costner miniseries was the most accurate. But yeah, yeah. he did say that um, it was the really reason it got so right sensationalized was because there happened to be a reporter from the New York Times down when this kind of stuff was going on and then it became national news and the mayors or the governors of Kentucky and West Virginia all got involved. Like it just turned into this shit show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, so we got to see the Hatfield and McCoy cemetery. Um, when we stayed at the Mountaineer hotel in Williamson, West Virginia, that hotel was built in 1929 and we stayed in the soupy sales 
guest room. Uh, <laughs> the guest rooms are named for the famous people that stayed in them. Soupy Sales was an actor and comedian, I think. Um, uh-huh. That's right. Oh, yeah, I guess right. Okay, cool. You um, I only know Soupy Sales from the Friends episode when Phoebe's client dies on the table and her spirit goes into her body. That's so when the minute right. I saw that, I was like, hang on, Laura. Laura's like, could we please go in the room so that I can change clothes because we got to be at the hospital in 30 minutes? I'm like, wait, I got to get a picture of the sign to send Jennifer. Um, so true story. Yeah. So, but there was like Hank Williams Jr., JFK has stayed there, Loretta Lynn. Conway Twitty, all kinds of, all kinds of, right. Any of the like country music that my mom listened to, there's literally a room for that person. Like, you know, everybody. Yeah. 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 It's actually kind of cool. Just walk around and see all the names of the people. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Very historic. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It was a great time. So we unpacked and we went up to the hotel because we had to meet um, Tanya and Charlie. And Chris and Audrey at the hotel, or at the hotel, the hospital, sorry, at five. So we checked in, we got our tour, we set up our equipment to run. Um, and then we all left. So they left while we set up all of our equipment. We set up a camera in the basement on the second floor and the third floor, EVP recorder in the basement, mm-hmm. EVP recorder and EMF in on the second floor. Uh, I think we put an EMF detector on the, or uh, EVP recorder on the fourth floor. Um, And then we all went to dinner because we were starving. We've been driving all day and we just let our stuff run for the entire time that we were gone. Uh, Then we went back to the hotel. We freshened up. We changed clothes because again, you know, we literally just got into town, dropped off our stuff at the hotel and went to the hospital. Then we went right. back and we did our actual investigation from about 9.30 until 2.30 in the morning. We were there a long time. We were there a long time. And it still felt like we could still be there a long time. Yeah. Like it didn't we had get it old. until 8 a.m. Yeah. But by then yeah. we were so I mean, tired and so We just ran out of batteries. And it was, you know, and it was, it's humid. Actually, it was really cool. Like a storm rolled in. So we have some really great pictures with the storm in the background of the hospital and the auxiliary building, which used to be the old nurses college, which is right next door. And so, so photographable, like, oh, it's just Laura, beautiful. The outside. Laura is an amazing photographer. And she, it's like, she, she's like, I don't know. I don't even really try. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a great picture. Oh my God, that's a great picture. Oh my, I mean, every picture she took was a phenomenal. And, um, I made her do a Facebook live in the rain, although it was only sprinkling when we started. But right. Harry's <laughs> like, let's do a Facebook live. We turn it on. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. So as soon as we turn it on, it literally goes from tiny sprinkles, no big deal, to pouring like giant puddles of rain. <laughs> this is not the best idea. <laughs> and she's just laughing as she is now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we stop now. Like, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's I need fine. My, yeah, we were starving. Um, but Laura, why don't you, so Laura is our skeptic here on the show. And we also brought her along with us on the investigation because she, you know, she's our, she's a skeptic. So, um, she's often said in the episodes that, you know, she wants to believe, but she's just never had anything happen that made her, you know, think that, you know, there was anything to believe in. So Laura, did, did you change your mind? Are you tilting a little more toward believer? Are you still back? Are you more toward skeptic? Like what? What did you experience that had you question some stuff, if anything? 
Um, I think for sure. Um, and it actually happened on the Facebook Live, and it, it's really disappointing to me that it didn't um, get captured on the Facebook Live. But when we together heard ventilators, um, I was like, I know that I'm not like imagining that. Um, and then you heard it, and then it kind of stopped, and then we heard it again. Yeah. So. And then you and I went back to that room, which isn't on uh, Facebook Live, but we went back there to try to almost debunk what had happened. So was it, and you know, an air conditioner or some something from somebody's house or you know, wind running through there? Although there was literally no wind, we were dying and very hot. It was terrible. But <clears throat> um, yeah, the air in the hospital is—I mean, it's it's closed off as you want it to be when you're doing an investigation. But yeah, there's not air circulating. Um, and we didn't hear it that time, but we also didn't hear anything that would have led us to believe that, oh, this could have been it or mm-hmm. anything else on that floor. So um, that was probably the most interesting because it was a personal experience. Um, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. that happened to me. And although I can't prove it or document it, like, I know that that shit happened. And I also know that, like, I didn't. Like, I didn't hallucinate. It wasn't power suggestion. Because there's a lot of stuff. I mean, that hospital is creepy as fuck. Like, I could see so much power suggestion going on in there. And I think, I like, I know I had it because I was walking around with a flashlight. When we went back, it was dark. When we toured it, there was still light coming in. So when we went back at first, like, every time I would, like, mo- like shadows would move because I had my flashlight. Like, I would kind of, like jerk you know (laughs) like a little bit like apprehensive about everything until you guys settled in but i mean the hospital is so fucking creepy is definitely by far the creepiest place i have ever been in my entire life um yeah she she even said and i was like "Uh uh-uh you take that back she said it was creepier than phelps but the more we wandered around i was like okay yeah you're kind of right it was creepier than phelps for sure Yeah. yeah it's it it's just a I mean, it's on a hill. It's, you know, there was storms. Of course, like, there's all of that leading into oh, it, but it yeah. wasn't that. It was the, I mean, obviously the full vibe, like, you know, combined, but it didn't even storm till later. So just going in there was, the first time when there was light on, it was creepy. And then when we went mm-hmm. back and it was dark, I was like, oh, shit, this place is creepy as fuck. Yeah, and I think yeah. the And then by the time we left, the fog had rolled in. Oh, God, the, the fog. It's creepy as fuck. Well, yeah. the basement is creepy as fuck anyway. And then they had moved a um, the children's wing down there for fucking uh, who knows why. That's a terrible idea. But so then there's the like kids' wallpaper like border up there. Like it's all teddy bears. Mm-hmm. It's all teddy bears. Stuff, just makes stuff. it. Yeah. And there's still Worse. stuff on the walls, like you would see in a pediatrician's office, like a poster about you know health, healthy kids, and health and stuff, stuff like that. There's yeah, I'm like oh no. Yeah, it's creepy, and it so, feels creepy. And then the incinerators down there—I mean, oh. all the creepy ass shit, like all the creepy stuff is down there. I'm like, everything's creepy. It's all creepy. <laughs> yeah, she was. She had the creeps the entire time. Um, so Chris, who is our um, lead investigator for Southern Entities Paranormal, he's also a sensitive. So when we go into a location. Chris will walk the location first because he's also former law enforcement. So when he goes through, he's not only looking for like um, any kind of hazards, like tripping hazards or something that like, you know, 
there were a lot of like vandals had gotten into the hospital and had like ripped lights out and had stole a bunch of copper wiring. So there was, there was cords and wiring and like um, the metal framework for ceiling tiles were all hanging down. So he goes through and he really looks for any sort of hazards that we might run into trip over anything like that. But he's also kind of like using his, sensitivity to see where the spirits are and where the activity is. So he walked through it first before me, Laura and Audra took our tour with Patty and Marianne and Laura were wonderful. They were so wonderful. They are new best friends and I love them so much. Um, If you've seen the episode of destination fear that was uh, their season finale of season two, Um, Mm -hmm. Tanya and Patty were on that episode. They were interviewed about the hospital. So that's, that's them. They're lovely, lovely girls. I God, I'm like, we were leaving and I was like, I miss Tanya and Marianne and Patty. (laughs) (laughs) My new friends. It is so fun. Laura. So the other thing that Laura experienced was she smelled cologne. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, and I've kind of, so that happened in the tour. So I walked into a room and nobody else from the tour. So we were kind of going down the hallway and there was this, this room and I kind of wanted to see what was going on in it. It had like weird decorations and stuff, you know, and it's all still like kind of falling down a little shambly. Um, so I just want to kind of take a peek. A little shambly. (laughs) (laughs) But so I walked in and I smelled cologne, like really strong, like Jakar Noir, Circa 1995. And it was intense, least smelling. But like I wear stuff. I hadn't put any on that day, but I was like, you know, like you start getting hot. And I'm like, I don't normally, as, as people who know, wear cologne or perfume, you don't usually smell your own. Like, you know, you're, you're like, maybe when you put it on at first, but then, you know, you go right through the day. Through the day yeah. You, you don't smell don't. it. Yeah. But I just started getting really warm because we were walking through the hospitals warm. And, but it was so strong. Like, you know, you just sprayed it or something. So do you bathe in it? Yeah, as much as possible. You do? Okay, um, good. All right. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I want probably, you to be able to follow me anywhere I go. probably was you then. Sorry, my tiny interruption. Go it's on. Okay. Cologne. You bathe in cologne. Go on. Yes, I do. Um, honestly, when I first smelled it, I kind of blew it off as just like an anomaly. And then as I kept going through the hospital, like I didn't smell anything on me. Um, like we said, um, people had gone ahead of us. Um, and so I was like, well, maybe, you know, like Charlie, Mayor, Mayor Hatfield had been in the hospital. Also one um, of our new BFFs. Chris, <laughs> right. Chris had been in the hospital doing yeah. his walk, although he was floors ahead of us. But um, mm, so yeah. I didn't really think all that much about it until by the time we got out, I was like, that's weird. Um, and then I had like taken a picture with, with the mayor. And he, it, he didn't smell like that. And I know I didn't smell like that. And I made Carrie smell me. I was like, smell me. Do I smell like cologne? She's like, no, <laughs> I wish you did, but you don't. You smelled the mayor. <laughs> Laura. But we were like hugging for a picture. If his cologne had been that strong, I would not, I would have noticed. Yeah. And then um, I did um, go up and smell Chris though. Cause Laura, you did. <laughs> Fortunately, Chris didn't find it weird. I was like, I just need to hold on. No, it's not Chris either. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was super weird. And again, um, there were people that were there in and out. I mean, that's why I didn't really think much of it because there were other people around. And I had never had anything like 
I didn't even think of it to be something paranormal, to be honest, at all. Until later, I was like, that's weird. It's just weird. Because it was yeah. super strong. Yeah. I think and it was great. on the second floor where we had other stuff happen later. Yeah, you know, there were a lot of um, knocks. There were a lot of mm-hmm. Class A EVPs. You can hear those on the Facebook Live. Yes. Was it was it Angelique yeah. or who? Was it Jennifer? Somebody was like, uh, I fucking heard that. Yeah, you can it hear was. it towards the end. Yeah. After we heard the ventilators. And then I think you said um, that for somebody here, you know, make a noise or close a door or something. And then you hear a bang. <laughs> and and I think that's where we ended it. Like right after we were like, okay, we got it. Right. Okay. Sorry, guys, we got to go, um, which <laughs> sucks because I've done Facebook lives at Phelps and I, they've like I've like taken them with me. Like, I think one Facebook live we did was like an hour and a half. Um, but it was wow. like, yeah, they they were hearing things. They were seeing things like it was just one of those things where it's like we can't shut it off now. But anyway, um, so, yeah, so Laura had the ventilator. She had the cologne. Um, we did hear a lot of knocks. We did hear class A EVPs. Like We did hear voices. It's it's unnerving to hear that kind of stuff when you're in a building like that because we locked ourselves in. So nobody could get in except mm-hmm. for the main door. And we always locked it. But it's unnerving to hear voices on the floor above you when everyone in your group is on the second floor and you hear it from the third. And so you do have that moment of fear like, oh, shit, someone got in the building. Um, well, and I think... I mean, honestly, that's the scariest situation, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. a real person. Yeah. Um, not the ghosts. Right. Yeah. I've always said that. I'm always going to say it. The living are much more dangerous to a paranormal investigator than the dead are. Um, but yeah, so we did um, We did have a piece of evidence that once we had um, Tony and Chris look at it, they unfortunately debunked it. Um, but it was, I was recording on my FLIR. And we did capture a weird thermal event in the basement about 50 to 60 feet away from Laura. Um, And we'll put it up on our social media. You guys can take a look. Um, Unfortunately, we can't rule out. We can't rule it out, but we also can't say definitively this is paranormal evidence. Um, Laura and I were pretty bummed about that, but it's, it's, it's a human figure and it's standing like behind Laura, but again, 60, 50, 60 feet behind her mm-hmm. is also not in the same position that she's in. And she is in the still, um, the video, however, unfortunately does make it look like it might be a reflection of hers. So on a FLIR, we found out that. A reflective surface will pick up not necessarily a heat signature, but an outline. Um, so the video right. does pick up what the reflection of the heat signature. Yeah. So but it has to be something very shiny. It won't do it like on a wall or a door or like a painted wall. Like that. And the, but there were yeah. tiled, like the walls were tiled mm-hmm. in the basement, which some of our I you can see in the video, some of our shadows were reflecting but anyway it was a whole big like a long conversation between laura and chris and i and he was going back and forth with tony and in the end we couldn't use it as actual evidence but it is a curious photo so we'll show you guys that um Mm -hmm. 
I am going to play one little EVP that we did capture. Um, Chris captured this. I think he said it was on the second floor. And we're doing an investigation and you can hear us talking. But if you listen really close, you can hear other voices around us also talking. So I'm going to play that now. Um, you guys, you know, drop a comment, send us a message. message. Do that too. Messages are my favorite. They're the best. Um, pass us a note and let us know what you think. Um, so I'm going to play that right now. And uh, yeah, here it is again, second floor. You can hear us doing the investigation. And then you hear some other stuff that we didn't actually hear at the time. I have medication in my pocket. Does yeah. anybody need anything? Not letting up and Unless it's a light, put those in. Okay. I'll need it to close. There's room. Light, light, and then operate. Would you please come closer to my light? Whoa. Okay, so I think that's pretty creepy to know that there are multiple things around us having conversations about us. So it sounds to me like, cause we're saying something like come up to this device and talk to this or whatever. And then this one entity says to another entity, get back or stay away or get back mm-hmm. from that. Or, um, but then you hear like a whispering conversation, which I never get tired of, I never get tired of these. I never get tired of these moments that you, that you find they're jarring, but in a very exciting way for me anyway, I don't know. How did you feel about it? Well, I think it's super interesting that I kind of what it sounds like correlates to what was happening around it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like you heard like a laugh or, you know, somebody say, you know, Jenkins or something. It's just like it literally is responding to what we're saying, asking the uh-huh. ghost to do. Yeah. To do. And it's like, nah, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what was it? What did Lorda say that she thought they said in the back? The light is bullshit at the end. Yes. She thought that she heard that they said, um, because they were telling him to stay back. And then the other one said, the light is bullshit. Yeah. The EMF detector, I think, is what we were. Using come uh-huh. up here and can you set that. these lights off? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Audra had some really interesting interaction in the hospital room that was believed to be Moe's Blackburn's room. Um sure. yeah, I'm not gonna go back into that. Listen to the episode, guys. Really, it's a good one. Moe's Blackburn, not a great guy, died at the hospital. And maybe it was him that she had the interaction with with the EMF detector, but um So we're going to post all of the evidence that we captured, and it's going to be a while, guys, to all of our Patreons at the $5 and up level, Um, but it's going to be a while because we had so many cameras going, so many EVP recorders going, and um, we did find out, unfortunately, that 60% of our video that we shot was corrupted. Um, Maybe it was the cameras, maybe it was whatever was down there, but the audio skips every third of a second on one of Chris and Audra's cameras and the IRR goes out on another, the IR on my camera and the basement isn't great. So um, unfortunately we don't have a lot of, of video that we can actually use or even review. Um, 
but we have a lot of audio, a lot of audio, so much audio. It's crazy. Um, Within 20 seconds of reviewing the video in the basement, I already captured um, a thud and a sigh in the audio. I was like, oh my, okay. Um, so we have a lot to go over. We are going to release all of the evidence that we capture to all of our patrons at the $5 and up level. So if you haven't joined, please join us. It's a great time. We've got conspiracy theories every month. We've got evidence. We've got all kinds of really fun stuff um, and a lot more fun stuff planned as well. So we have got a $2 donor level, a $5 donor level. You can find us at patreon.com at H-O-A-H po- or slash H-O-A-H podcast. Um, we send you cool stuff. We're getting merch. Um, yeah, so come on over and join us on Patreon and, uh, you'll have access to all of the evidence that we captured, but it'd probably be about a month before we get that reviewed and compiled and uploaded for all of you. Um, and this is not the only investigation. There's, Mm -hmm. there's so many, (laughs) Carrie's trying to book me out until spring of next year. So we have so much exciting stuff coming up. Um, not to give everything away, but I mean, we have... So we have next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend, Chris and Audra and I have the um, 1830 Montgomery house down in Montgomery County, North Carolina. We're doing an overnight investigation there. And then at the end of August, we are doing trans Allegheny lunatic asylum. Um, Laura will not be accompanying us on that one. Unfortunately, We're, I can't. Unfortunately, yeah, she can't come with us to that one. Um, but we do have that coming up as well. Uh, let me think. September. October. September, we have nothing. October, we're going to be at the Stanley Hotel for our 100th episode. Right. So we're going to have shit there. Um, of course. Which also might freak me out a tiny little bit if something happens during our live. I'll be like, because we're staying in room two. It didn't freak you out when we when it happened there at the old college hospital. You were like, we we're like, keep rolling, let's go. <laughs> true, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it's so in the we're, Stephen we're King looking room. at stuff. Yeah, we're looking at stuff like into next year too. I mean, we are um, Waverly Hills really getting. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm the I'm on the other side of the country, so I won't make all of these. But Carrie is and her team are. We're going doing to a ton doing. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to hit as many as I can. Plus we have the 1910 jail. We have the podcast event for our friends and fans and globe. We We're going to do another investigation of the 1910 jail. That's where I got touched and where we captured an EVP saying Carrie's in trouble. Who cares? So we had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of shit coming your way, guys. It's that's bananas. pretty much, that could have been anybody. I mean, <laughs> cause Carrie's often in trouble, frankly. Um, So that is our recap of the old hospital on College Hill. Um, We did want to give you a little snippet of the evidence that we captured in EVP. So hopefully you'll come join us on Patreon. Um, And then, Laura, where'd we go the next day? We went to Point Pleasant to find Mothman. We found him. We did. And we we took pictures with him, um, which was pretty rad. Um, We bought his koozies and his t-shirts and his hoodies and his... (laughs) So many things. Mothman's <laughs> quite the fucking proprietor, let me tell you. <laughs> Mothman's loaded, just saying. Um, but, so there's a banging museum. Obviously, they're doing some good business there on the weekends. Oh, yeah. Um, which was super interesting. And they had, like, handwritten, the handwritten accounts of the first encounter with the Mothman. Mothman. 
Um, if you're not familiar with the Mothman, um, it's a conspiracy theory I did a couple months ago um, for our Patreons. And it's a cryptid winged man-ish creature who is supposed to kind of show up before bad things happen. They kind of attacked, attacked, I don't know, looked at some kids. Um, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like that we're kind of making out like parking back in the 60s. And um, but their hand that counts, <laughs> right? Totally threw some shade on them. Like you are not getting it. Um, Cock blocker they, of the year. <laughs> right? 100%. Oh my God. I need to hire that for like when my kids get a little old. Oh my God. I'm going to send them off man after them. Um, but the handwritten accounts are so cool. Like you can actually see mm-hmm. exactly what they said. And um, they, they have. Stuff. It was they do. They have the props and the costumes or the wardrobe rather of Mothman prophecies that was filmed there. Mm-hmm. They also have sections of the silver, silver bridge. Is it just the silver uh-huh. bridge? Um, so. They have sections of it on display there. That's the bridge that collapsed. Um, and purportedly Mothman was seen just before that collapsed. Um, yeah. If you want the full story on the Mothman, Laura does a fabulous full detail story about the Mothman in our June conspiracy theory. So that's also on Patreon. So hop over there. Uh, We have covered the Black Dahlia. We have covered the Toxic Lady, uh, Area 51. Archie did Area 51. I cover Ed Lorraine Warren, the mystery of the Mary Celeste, the mystery of the Oorang Medan. I mean, and then, well, Laura, you're back up next month with your Uh, next conspiracy theory. So yeah, we've got so much stuff, guys. Come on over to Patreon. They're really fun there. We have a good time. The, consp- the conspiracy theories are really fun. It's something we don't do, I mean, obviously on the show. So it's just fun to kind of get into something that's mm, just a little bit different. Kind of spooky, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's not necessarily all paranormal. Um, no, for sure. But yeah, it's it's we have a good time. So we certainly hope you join us with that. But yeah, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Mothman Museum, uh, Williamson, West Virginia, the Hatfield McCoy trail, certainly the old hospital on college Hill. God, it was a great weekend. And we were just gone Saturday. And we Sunday, had the best right? time. We had the yeah. best time. Um, yeah. I spent the people a lot be of nicer. Yeah, it <laughs> yes. was So me too. So many. Half my wardrobe is going to be t-shirts about how much I love West Virginia now. Um, also, well, I, I, you couldn't even fit it all. I have people. to send you the rest of your souvenirs <laughs> you can get it all your bag. <laughs> this is true. Um, yeah, we just had the best, the really the best time. The people were wonderful um, at the old college hospital or hospital on College Hill. And um, just everywhere we went, we just honestly had the best time. I mean, yeah. Carrie and I in the car, pretty hilarious anyway. I so, mean, and we did come and- up with our new game. Yes, barns, signs, silos, and cemeteries. Cemeteries. Thank you. God. Carrie would just start yelling at me as I'm driving, like, brown barn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you drive, you go driving around and you're like, cows, cows. Yeah, exactly. So we just made I, it in. It, some of the signs were great. Like, I have um, yes. a really good one that I'm that we're going to add to this post uh, when we put this up to for the for the social media. So. We will definitely put some photos up from our trip uh, yeah. when we went to the Mothman, uh, when some of the funny signs that we saw, some of the, I don't know if we took, oh, we know we do have pictures of Barnes and Silos. I lie. 
We do. Yeah. I just, we yeah, were driving yeah. along and I'm like, I have never seen so many barns in my entire life. Like <laughs> everybody in West Virginia has a barn, whether they use right. it or not. I don't fucking know, but it was like <laughs> brown barn, red barn, brown barn, <laughs> red barn. It was insane. Um, yeah. We laughed this is a lot. How we entertain we, each other. Yeah. We this is our them. first road trip together actually. And, um, it was actually the first time Laura and I had ever traveled anywhere together or even spent like more than like a day or an evening hanging out. Um, and I think it was a raging success. That's true, which is kind of weird. We're really good like, travel uh, buddies. Yeah, we're really good. Oh my God, buddies. the best. I'm like, where are we going next? A thousand percent. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm really Me excited too. for um, Estes Park, Colorado. I'm, re- I'm really excited for Stanley Hotel. I am so excited. That's I can't wait. I've always wanted to go there. It's going to mm-hmm. be like just going there is going to be so cool. And then doing the episode, being in that room, like just all this stuff, all the history, all the coolness, like the movies, like, you know, all of it, it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be, yeah, I like, I'm amazing. beside myself with, I know, being I know, excitement about so it. Excited. It's all, especially painful. after how well, yeah, right? plane tickets, like this is happening. <laughs> no, it's on. Um, yeah. And after like how much fun, um, this investigation was and Carrie kept making fun of me because I was like, I'm having the best time. <laughs> I just she kept did the this entire, is so like, much fun. Going around the, the hospital. Best, uh, like the whole time. Yeah. Even though she was creeped out, she just kept saying she had the best time. It was so much fun for me because I, you always, when you have something you're passionate about and you just love to do and you're like, oh my God, I want to bring my friends and it's going to be so great. They're just going to love it. And then they're like, yeah, I guess I was kind of all right. That's always such a huge letdown, but Laura was happy. She really was. She was having the best time and she could not stop saying it. So I was, that just made it even more fun for me. So I'm yeah, the whole weekend. Time. I mean, everything was wonderful. I, I couldn't say more about it. Um, so I'm really looking forward. Um, one to going back there mm-hmm. to, um, to our next adventure um, in a couple of months when we hit the Stanley. I'm I, super excited to count down the days now. I am too. Um, yeah. Just because oh. I know how wonderful it is. You know, it was so interesting to see people too. I have yes. to say like with the investigation to see how, how it's really done. You know, you see this stuff on TV. Right. And you think everything is so easy and fast and, and to see the care that um, the team takes and setting everything up so carefully, making sure that everybody is safe, making sure that, um, everything is set up to, you know, for its best uh, potential and just all of that care. And, um, it was so nice to see like firsthand. I mean, it's not a TV show. It's not, there's no reality TV going on here. So, um, it was really cool to see the whole process and how much care and thoughtfulness and, you know, just general logistics that have to be done to make everything work. Like it's, it's a lot of work and it was really, really cool to actually see the whole process. Yeah. And sometimes it's boring as hell. Sometimes it's really boring. Sometimes you're just standing around in the dark asking questions and, you know, maybe you're getting answers. Maybe you're not, you don't know, you won't find out till you get home. Um, Mm -hmm. Plus it's a lot of fucking physical. It's a lot of physical work. We're constantly like up and down the stairs and going to the third floor and back down to the fourth and then into the basement and then back upstairs. And then it's just constant. Yeah. Plus, you have to have your wits about you. I mean, these are old buildings that are not in the best repair. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's stuff. Like she was saying, you have to watch where you're stopping. You have to watch where you're going. You also don't want to be disturbing stuff and making extra noises and all that kind of stuff. So you right. have to just kind of watch what you're doing. And 
just be smart about what you're doing. So yeah. it's really, it's really cool though. I mean, Thank I can't, if you haven't gone ghost hunting, go ghost hunting. It's super fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend that. <laughs> whether, whether you believe in them or not, go. It's super it fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Have a good time. Um, yeah. Um, thank you. That actually, thank you for the compliment. And I'll be sure, um, to let, you know, Chris and Audra know if they're not able to listen to this episode right away. Um, but yeah, thank you for the compliment and for how professional we were. And, um, yeah, we had a wonderful time and Mothman is amazing. We found him and, uh, he will sell you everything and you will buy it because it's Mothman. Um, I even bought well, a my, fucking I, Mothman cupcake for Koi. <laughs> like I was like, I'm going to take Mothman everything. Um, I'm actually drinking, uh, my beers and my Mothman koozie, Mothman search team, uh, koozie that I have. And I got my, I told my niece today when I saw her, uh, that I got her a shirt and she could not be more excited. Yay. She loves that stuff. Like the chupacabra and all that. Oh, good. Really? Stoked. Oh yeah. She loves that kind of stuff. Oh, that is amazing. I won't let her listen to the podcast, but I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Here's your shirt. Right. <laughs> so I she's really there. excited for sure. I was like, we yeah. also held the your hand of, cool. right? We held the hand of the Mothman statue in the town square. So you should have proof that we actually did go. And, you know, if Zane and <laughs> she don't believe you, because Zane apparently thinks you lie all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. When we were on the show the other day, uh, I told Zane, I was like, oh, you know, we were on this YouTube show, me and Carrie. And he's like, what? No, you weren't. I was like, I am. <laughs> what did I, send him? I sent him a picture of it. I was like, yes, I was. And then he looked it up because he didn't still didn't believe me. He looked it up and he goes, oh, I guess you were. And I said, oh, are you going to watch it? He's like, not right now. <laughs> so if you need to just be constantly reminded that your kids are way cooler than you, by all means, tell them stuff. I'm like, look, I was doing something. They're like, that's great. Right. I don't believe you. I'm going to need proof. Right. I, yeah. I need you to actually text it to me. So. Yeah. Link or it didn't happen. Um, right, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. If you constantly want to be made to feel like you're stupid, um, have a kid because they're good for that for a long time. Yeah. yeah. If your ego gets too big and you need to be taken down a notch, just have a kid. Or 10. Like you can't, right? You can't get out of control. Because they're just going to throw shade yeah. all over you. All, the all time. over you. Or they'll poop on you or they'll throw up on you. I mean, it, either way, your <laughs> ego will come crashing right back down to earth. Uh, on that note, that is it for our mini-sode, guys. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think about the EVP. What do you think that they're saying? Uh, and to that end, we want to remind everybody that words are hard. And sometimes people suck. But boxed wine is always there for you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you, guys.